This is Founders Radio, episode number four, and today as a guest speaker we have Alexey Galtsev, the CEO and founder of Shiva AI, which is an investment manager for real estates that raised $75,000 to this moment. So let's get started. Okay, so guys, huh? thank you for having me today. My name is Alexey Galtsev, I'm the founder of Shiva AI. Uh, today I'm happy to share my story and story of my company from uh, making sales in uh, in church in Moscow and after move to United States uh, got interview in YC but uh, didn't got in this batch and how we uh, how we tried to sell our product for real estate funds. Uh, without uh, knowing any English word. So let's start with the beginning in short. So six years ago, I finished my university and decided to open a real estate agency in a small city. I can say it's not a city, it's a village uh, near the Moscow. And I knew that uh, all the citizens uh, of this village uh, every Sunday were uh, in church and I asked a priest uh, can we sell real estate in the church and he said okay you can try if you can help uh, these people and we started selling real estate in the church by Sundays and in uh, four years uh, my company achieved 80 brokers I taught uh, 1000 brokers and uh, opened uh, six offices uh, around the Moscow uh, we sold the land uh, in the Moscow area. And uh, uh, I tried to scale this uh, real estate business uh, one, two, three times and spent uh, too much money on uh, CRM system and different kinds of you know, software. And uh, every time I just lost my money and I couldn't, couldn't uh, scale this business approach. And I decided that uh, I, I don't want to teach anyone anymore because uh, once uh, everyone just gets the DNA of your business, uh, this guy, this person uh, goes to open the new business uh, near you and become your competitor. So uh, I decided to keep my eye on IT. Before that, uh, I knew about IT nothing. And uh, as a guy who had some amount of money, I spent like 100K just on my knowledge uh, about IT. I spent it by products, I spent it by uh, different uh, iterations, etc. So, uh, and two years ago, I met my co-founder, CDO Anton, uh, and this guy, wore, uh, this guy sold his software for government. Uh, for the Russian government, uh, Ministry of Education, Defense, and Sberbank. He's the founder of most crowdsourcing platform in Europe, uh, Wikivote. Uh, and, I, and I said to him, hey man, just what are you doing? Let's make money on my expertise and your knowledge in IT. And we decided uh, to uh, set up the company called Shiva. And the idea of the company was to use the software to find the great investment opportunities in real estate and just invest and make money. 
And uh, we had no money to invest in real estate and we attract uh, $1 million for a huge interest rate, 35% a year. But we knew that we could make much more. And in one year, we achieved 74% IRR in, uh, on real estate investment. And from $1 million, we made 1.75. And uh, it was good. We made some money on it. And uh, we decided to um, apply in YC. By the way, I applied in YC three times uh, by the date. Uh, when I applied in YC first time and second time, it was my... Uh, you know, it was my <laughs> it was my hope that uh, uh, you can apply to YC just having an idea and prototype of something. Uh, and we applied in YC, and in May this year uh, we got an interview. And uh, we had the sales, uh, we had the team, uh, we had traction, but everything uh, was in Russia and nothing in US and we uh, knew about US market nothing and our English was too low to explain something to anyone. So um, we decided to uh, to move to United States one month before the interview and started sales because we had to say something on interview about the business and what we are going to do. And for this month, uh, before the interview, we made a pipeline of uh, 2,000 potential clients. We got the emails. Uh, we wrote a lot of templates for them, sent them these templates with a lot of thoughts. Uh, and uh, we got approximately 25, 27 leads from real estate funds who, was, uh, who were interested in, uh, um, in our product potentially. And we offer to them just to use our system and uh, earn much more money than they can earn right now. And but by the way, um, the first thing, interesting thing here is that when we moved to United States, uh, my English was so low. I don't think that my English now is pretty good, but my English was so low so that I didn't understand any anything that uh, uh, someone tells me in coffee shop, like barista, when barista asked me what kind of coffee uh, I would like, uh, I, I didn't understand her. And we tried to sell uh, our products uh, to real estate funds and managing partners who, uh, who had like $30 billion under the management, $2 billion under the management, and uh, it's a huge respect to them that uh, they, they tried to understand us, what we want to do, what we, uh, how we can help them, and uh, it was super tough. So we, uh, we got 25, 27 leads, uh, got four, um, four pilots, and uh, got zero, zero sales. Uh, before the interview. And I think about interview, uh, a lot of people interested about interview in YC, right? So uh, one thing about interview, it's a chance uh, one of four. And it depends uh, who you are going to speak with. And in our room was the one guy uh, 
his name is Michael Seibel. So he's a great guy, but uh, I don't know why from the second 10, he didn't like our idea and didn't like what we, what we did. And uh, we said that we answered all the questions perfectly because uh, before that we spent like two months preparing for the interview, making a lot of mock interviews with the alumni. And uh, so we knew all the answers uh, up front. But uh, Michael Seibel just wrote us in a letter, so you guys have a good business in Russia, why you don't do it in Russia? And uh, the second, he didn't believe that this business was, uh, this business didn't, didn't be, sorry, this business wasn't defensible, right? And uh, from that moment, uh, we are trying to uh, shift our idea to uh, make pivots to uh, different kinds of ideas that we can improve in the real estate market in uh, in US. Um, also, I think that, Konstantin, could you write it? So we need to speak uh, more about uh, how we fundraised uh, a small amount of money, right? Yeah, our conference is really I can, hear you. can you hear me yeah very slow uh i'll try to speak louder uh so our conference is really focused on fundraising so yeah focusing on how you managed to raise those seventy five thousand dollars in russia gotcha. to expand to the us was like the major question i would say and then yeah, we'll i can on. hear but, you but the sound is too 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 low okay uh so um we decided to move to the United States uh, in January this year. And uh, during the preparation uh, of uh, moving to the United States, uh, we, uh, we made a pitch deck. Uh, we tried to pitch to US investors. We are one uh, company, I think Yellow Door, uh, which is based in uh, Moscow. And uh, also, we uh, applied for a one conference in Kazan, uh, and uh, we pitched our our business in Kazan, and we see funds called uh, Pulsar uh, and Pavel, from managing partner from Pulsar. Uh, he said that he liked the idea, but uh, it took four months to close this deal in seventy five k. So it's impossible to say, but it's possible to believe. But uh, we think that in Russia is so different, so difficult to uh, to raise money, even if you have traction now, even if you uh, if you even if you have customers, etc. Because there are a lot of companies in Russia and a lot, a lot of uh, smart guys uh, who want to build something new and uh, what customer want customers want, uh, but uh, you just can build a pipeline of uh, 300, 400 investors in Russia, because they are not exist, <laughs> from my perspective, this is, uh, this is a pain. And uh, yeah, we, we spoke about uh, this money for four, four months uh, and to try to, you know, to wire the check and uh, everything, wa everything was incredibly difficult and long. Uh, 
So uh, we just decided that uh, we need to move to the United States, uh, whatever it takes. Uh, we decided to uh, how we can get money uh, while we are in the uh, United States because uh, what I understood, you just can't manage a business in Russia and the United States and you just can't build two companies, you can't build two products uh, in this current stage of uh, developing the company. And uh, we had to close uh, the company in Russia with attraction, with the customers, with a uh, car, with a team, uh, because we had no time to spend our uh, to spend our effort to make our efforts in the United States, and uh, understand uh, really understand the customers and really understand what they want. And now uh, this money, like seventy five k helped us a lot to be here and to find a product market fit, uh, trying to find the product market fit. And uh, what is good and why I'm so lucky, uh, because I know how to make money uh, using our product in Russia. Um, and now I'm investing, uh, I'm investing the money of my family and money of my friends with uh, great profits. And so uh, we use this money to keep going our traction in the US also. So you said a little bit about how you found, uh, how you were going to the conferences and stuff like that. So where was the place where you actually found a final investor who gave you $75,000 for the expansion? Yes, Konstantin, uh, I didn't hear the question, uh, but I think you, um, you asked about uh, the conference and fundraising of 75K, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I was asking, where did you find the final the final investor who gave you seventy five thousand dollars? Like, right. Uh, I found it in a conference in Kazan, and this conference uh, was leading by uh, Pulsar Venture Capital. So we uh, decided with Pavel. Uh, he's the managing partner in uh, in Pulsar Venture Capital, uh, and we decided that uh, he could help us with sales in uh, Russia and uh, made the test in Japan and probably he could, could he could help us in the United States. So we just closed this uh, wire and uh, let's see. Can you explain how the product works a little? Uh, of course. So. The right, idea of our product here? was, uh, oh, if speaking you have expertise right now. in the real estate field, you just uh, can scan the market and uh, find uh, the great deal for investment, right? But the great deal can appear in one area, in the second area, in one city or in another city. And uh, as a human being, you just can't, uh, uh, as a human being, you so you just can't rely on the market for hours a day. And we decided to make an algorithm that, you know, just you wake up in the morning and uh, the algorithm says you, hey, here there are 10 the best deals right now in Moscow. 
or 10 best deals in New York with ROI predictions and how much money you can gain, what is the cost, and etc. And this algorithm, it's like a Zestimate. If you are guys familiar with Zillow and Zestimate, so it's some kind of automated uh, optimization of appraisal in real estate. Uh, you can find uh, the best opportunities to to invest. And how it works, it's uh, make a comparable analysis of any opportunity in the real estate market and just show uh, shows the best ones who who undervalued and where you can make money. So uh, this is this is a lesson about that the first you have to find your customers and the first that you have to do is to uh, understand the market you are going to work because when we were in Russia, we didn't understand the market in uh, in US at all, uh, because we used the same technology we used in Russia, and the same technology just showed us that there are great opportunities to invest. But after we understood that uh, there are a lot of laws, regulations, uh, a lot of uh, taxes, regulations, etc. Uh, so you just can't use the same approach that you used in Russia and the United States. So we uh, just build a new product. Uh, there, there is there actually another question, question that related, related, related to the topic of our conference. conference. Uh, uh, Andy is asking, asking, could you tell about the whole pipeline, how, how much pitch devs you sent, percent, percent of answers, and kind of answers, uh, percent, percent of calls, percent of means, more specifically about the fundraising structure. Yeah, I think that... I can I can say about Russia. I can say this about Russia because we just didn't do it. Uh, we didn't do pipeline. We didn't uh, do anything to fundraise money in Russia. We just uh, we just we were in one conference in Kazan, and uh, that's all. And uh, I can say is that we haven't uh, any uh, relevant experience how to fundraise money in Russia. Uh, but I can say uh, about fundraising in the uh, United States. So uh, once we didn't get uh, in YC, we tried to fundraise uh, money from uh, 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 US investors. Uh, and uh, I think we, we sent a pitch deck to 1,000 uh, angels and real estate investors. Uh, or sorry, uh, 1,000 uh, angels and uh, venture capital firms. I think we had uh, 22, maybe 23 uh, calls, and uh, all these calls finished by uh, finish that you guys have a great product, uh, you guys have a great, uh, interesting idea, but uh, before we uh, go forward, uh, you have to, you have to, you have to make uh, attraction. You have to make sales, and uh, they just said, so once you get sales, you can call us back, and uh, we can move forward. This is uh, this is the main question. This is a, this is a challenge to make uh, sales uh, in the United States before you understand the market. Yeah, that's a common practice. You have to make some traction before you try to raise money. Right, or, or you can get, just... or you can get into YC. The one great investor, who, so he has approximately three hundred million dollars. Uh, it's all money, 
and uh, we spoke with him like four or five times, but uh, he didn't invest in. Uh, so there is another question from Andy. He's asking, uh, how much did you sell uh, to get back to investors? So like 10, 50, 100,000 a month revenue. What should be the this line after which you can actually go back to investors and say that, so, yeah, uh, we got traction. Yeah, so uh, possibly you can, get, you can go back to investors uh, after you made your sale. But uh, from our perspective, we are in real estate and to make first sales is so difficult uh, because once you want to sell your software to a real estate company, you just can't sell it for 5K a month uh, because we just can't, can't do it because we provide uh, insights and we provide the great deals. So it means that once we signed one partner in Los Angeles, we can sell the, the same product in Los Angeles to the second customer. And, uh, or if you want to uh, make attraction by self-investment, uh, you need to attract uh, $1, $2 million to put money in real estate and show the IRR uh, returns uh, before you go back to investors. So from SaaS, uh, for SaaS uh, companies or different kinds of companies uh, that not related, uh, that not, from uh, sorry, yeah, for SaaS companies, 10k is enough to you know to attract first capital. I think. That's a pretty serious amount of money for a startup. Um, all right, there are two more questions. I'll start with Andre. Uh, what percentage of business do you keep for seventy-five thousand? So I believe it's more of a valuation question. Uh, how, how much are you value at right now? Yeah, uh, so uh, we sell 5% uh, of the company for 75K. So it's about 1.5 million valuation in the United States. Okay, and there's another question from the same person. Uh, what expenses do you have per month? So like, what's your burn rate? And for uh, how long can you last with such a burn rate if you don't have any more um, sales, I believe? Yeah, so our burn rate is uh, 20 to 30k, uh, 13k a month, and uh, you have to know that we also can make money on investing our, you know, friends and families' money in real estate and uh, making money for them and making money for us. So we possibly can uh, can work without any investment and without traction for a year, and uh, yeah. It, that it's part, difficult when you have no traction from clients, when you have no money from clients. Uh, but it's time when you can figure out what really people want. You said that you can operate for years without getting any traction from clients. So how do you do that? I, I didn't quite get that. Yeah, so 75K, uh, it's enough for making uh, for uh, work for six months, right? But every, every month, uh, we also, using our technology, invest money of our friends, family in real estate in Moscow. So we, we still uh, getting revenue just working, just helping our friends. Okay, so you're using your own software to generate revenue for kind of yourself, friends and family. Right. That's pretty interesting. Right. That's pretty interesting. Um, 
Uh, another question from Kirill. Uh, why can't you sell your um, services, your software to multiple customers in the area? So you said that, let's say right. in Los Angeles, you can say sell it to only one person. Why right. can you sell it so, to five or 10? Yeah, uh, our technology sh shows to the customers the best 1% of uh, opportunities right now in the real estate market. Okay, sorry. Uh, aren't you afraid of the there are some raising concerns about the crisis or at least financial stagnation in the United States. Aren't you afraid that that's going to hurt your business pretty badly? Yeah, so uh, we have been working in, uh, in crisis in uh, Russia and we, we, we know how to work in a crisis situation when everything is falling down and nobody wants to buy real estate, etc. That's why our strategy is, uh, is great. Because when you buy uh, something small, uh, for example, for $1 million, uh, you can sell it really fast. Uh, just change your price and make a, uh, make a discount for a final customer. But when you buy something big uh, and you have no money to operate your business, uh, you have to sell it with a 50% discount uh, once it was in 2008. So uh, th this was the one uh, bullet point of our pitch deck to real estate funds. Uh, we just said, hey guys, now everything is okay and you are doing money, but just imagine tomorrow uh, the recession will come. Uh, and what you are gonna do? You are gonna, you are gonna fall. And uh, they said, yeah, we think about it a lot. And this is a great idea. We need to make diversification and buy small assets, right? But uh, after they understood uh, that they need to rebuild all their processes, uh, they, just, uh, they, they just quit. Uh, and they just don't want to, to make it right now. And something will something uh, will change if the crisis uh, if the crisis comes. So we hope we hope that the all real estate uh, will fall down the next two years. This this uh, this will be a great time for us and the technology like we do. That sounds even more impressive. Uh, so there are two more questions. I'll start with the top one. Uh, Arthur is asking, uh, how long do you take you? to deeply understand the U.S. market from scratch, like you've never operated in it and then you decided to move your company there. How long do it take you to understand how it all works? So we are still in the progress. Uh, it takes uh, at least three, four months to understand anything, uh, understand something about the market. Uh, when we uh, were operating the business in Russia, uh, a year ago, I already made uh, one visit, two visits in the United States just to just to understand uh, what is the market, uh, how the, how people buy real estate, etc. And it took like for me, it took six seven months to understand understand anything. Uh, sorry, understand something about this market, and I still I still I still doing it. Because the market is huge, because uh, there are so many players in this market and so many rules and regulations, it's just a whole life to understand this business, I think. That's true. Yeah, you can learn everything about the market. Okay, and there is another question uh, from Vladimir. Uh, he says, you sent 1,000 emails. You said that. Uh, and where do you get them? Like Angelist, Crunchbase or some other sources? 
uh, okay, guys, uh, I can I can uh, tell you a, a little hack. So you can uh, get into Signal. Uh, Signal, there is a, a platform for real estate investors and uh, and founders. And uh, the Signal just you can uh, you can you know you can make a, a scrap you can scrap <laughs> you can scrap the signal and just get a lot of names and uh, from uh, VC investors or angels and after you can use uh, someone uh, on outsource just to find the LinkedIn uh, LinkedIn's of these uh, people and after you can use uh, uh, Rocket Reach, there is a service that just uh, finds for you emails. And for 1,000 emails, uh, you probably can spend, I don't know, 600 bags, maybe something like this. And uh, I can say that uh, all these emails are great. 30% uh, of all emails are rubbish. But you can get uh, your first uh, interest, you can get your first response. Uh, yeah, from investors. And also I can, I can uh, give you a, a small hack, uh, how to understand uh, are investors interested in uh, what you're doing uh, or not. It's not just the, um, just tracking open rate of uh, emails. For example, we attached uh, a pitch deck that was broken. So you just uh, can read uh, a, short, a short explanation what we are doing. And so after you click to the pitch deck, uh, it shows you that uh, the file is damaged, uh, the file is broken. And uh, like 30 or 40 investors uh, just said, hey guys, uh, the, file is, the file is broken, uh, could you send it again? And we understood that uh, they they want to see it, they want to see this page deck, and so we can be in touch with them uh, anyway because the email is right, so they they know about us a little bit, etc. Um, I have a question. I've actually shared uh, the links to the Signal and to Rocket Reach uh, in the chat, so if you want to check it, it's there. Uh, but I have a question to you, Alexei. Uh, you said that you can scrap emails off Signal, but when I check it, uh, I have like, I know, 500 paths to investors right now. And if I check the investor whom I do not have the introduction path, it just says you can't see their email because you are not connected to them in any way. You're um, right, but you can see the list of uh, all investors in any, uh, in any niche, right? That's right. Okay, I got and, it. You just copy yeah, paste. You can get the names. names and you can get right. their link, link, LinkedIn. And uh, after you can get the emails using her Rocket Bridge. Actually, there is another resource for this. If you want a um, different, something different from Rocket Bridge, there is hunter.io, which is pretty much the same so, uh, resource which I was personally using to reach investors. Um, so, yeah, you can choose from these two. Uh, we have another question from Vladimir. Uh, haven't you lost opportunities with potential investors sending damaged files? Like people didn't get the chance to get the interest or... Um... Mm -hmm. So frankly speaking, we it, was, it wasn't on purpose sending damaged files. I don't know why, but when I attached my uh, pitch deck, uh, it was damaged. And... Uh, I don't know why, but uh, I, I think that uh, 
there is there is no something there is no something a big uh, it's not a big deal that something is damaged and uh, investors just uh, can't write you a email about could you could could you reattach it I know the question is that some investors say that you should never attach your pitch deck to the well, introduction email um, what can you say about uh, that idea um, I don't think that there is a big deal because uh, everyone just check uh, his email or her emails and you can uh, from the second two or three understand you like it or not. I don't know why someone, someone said that uh, to attach pitch deck is a bad, bad thing, but who, who cares, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Uh, does anyone else have any questions? I did not see anyone typing. So uh, we'll wrap it up here since it's nearly an hour. And um, I actually want to apologize for the whole chaotic, uh, chaotic stuff in the beginning. I was having some technical issues there. Um, and thanks again for Alexei for speaking today and sharing the information and actually sharing some life hacks of how you can get um, emails of investors whom you never met. Uh, I will leave Alexei's contact information, not contact information, OpenLens contact information here in the chat. So if you have any further questions which you just forgot to ask here, feel free to reach out. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone. There is going to be another Founders Radio episode next weekend, uh, most likely Saturday. I will let everyone know and see you all there.